Okay. One, testing, testing. Okay. I've been practicing for the intro like forever. And now I'm like blinking out. I don't know what to say. Well, let's start off by saying that this uh, podcast was 100% my daughter, Jocelyn Diaz's idea, which that was phenomenal. That's me. That's me. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I've been waiting so long to do that. <laughs> And, you know, I think it's a it's a, an amazing um, topic because I wish I had something like this while I was growing up, you know. Um, you know, growing up, we always think, especially when we're teenagers, that we know everything and nothing's going to hurt us. Like, that's not going to happen to me. That's definitely not going to happen to me. Oh, I'm not that stupid. Oh, man, my mom is just old. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Trust me, been there, done that completely get it completely can relate and now I'm sounding like my mom when I'm like trust me I know what's better for you trust me people don't see what I see trust me no one cares about you the way I do la 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 and I feel like oh my god that's exactly what my mom used to tell me so um you know about a month ago I think uh Jocelyn and I had a very you know pleasant um, serious conversation where, you know, she finally admitted, damn, mom, you were right. And I was like, wait, 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 say that again. I almost <laughs> wanted to record it because it was just so like, whoa, out of nowhere. Right. And, um, you know, in, in talking, um, you know, one of the things I told her is said, you know, Jocelyn, you really need to find your purpose in life. You know, you need to find your passion. Um, you know, you're at an age where, you know, you need to start developing into the woman you're meant to be. You're, you need to start kind of coming into your own and um, really like kind of getting a little bit more serious about life, right? And you should find your passion, find what makes you happy and figure out a way to make a career out of it, you know, figure out a way to make money from it because, you know, what makes us happy doesn't necessarily equal to money, right? Like I love to sleep. Sleeping is not going to give me money, right? But there are things that, gifts, talents that we all have, and we just need to find them and figure out how to make it into a craft, into a career, or get as close to it as possible, right? So I think from that conversation, you know, not to start boring anybody, but from that conversation, uh, Jocelyn really seriously took me serious, which I'm glad. I think this is one of the first times <laughs> that I feel like I wasn't talking to a wall. And um, then she said, Mom, I really want to do this podcast. And it's called what? You were right, Mom. Sorta. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course, she had to throw in the sorta. <laughs> um, so this is where this podcast kind of evolved. So I thought one of the good ways to start would be kind of like maybe me starting with in interviewing Jocelyn and you know, you guys can get to learn. Wow, we haven't even said our names. That's like a big thing. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm. let me start. Okay. <laughs> My name is Gina, and I am mom. My name is Jocelyn, and I am daughter. So um, we, you know, we both kind of, I don't want to say grew up together. I had her when I was 19. Mm -hmm. um, but trust me, at 19, I thought I knew, but I didn't know. I'm still trying to figure it out sometimes. So um, you know, it, it, at the time I was like, oh my God, like, that's it. I'm done. You know, life is over for me. And like, in reality, like it had just started because of Jocelyn. Yes, I was forced to grow up, but 
I was also forced to get serious about life and really figure out, you know, what my passion was, right? And and kind of, you know, fast track to that direction. Um, I ended up going to law school and now I'm an attorney and uh, I have my own practice. And a lot of what motivated me was her, you know? So sometimes it's like we try to save our children, but in, in return, our children save us. So... Thank you, my baby girl, for saving me because uh, I did all this because of you. And I am so glad that, you know, you're you're finding your passion. And I'm so glad that I can help in that. So um, I never said this to you, but thank you. Thank you very much because you saved me. Oh, um, we're going to start crying. No, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> um, wow. My mom said that she could totally improvise this whole thing. And I did not believe her. She just went on a whole like five minute speech there um she does have her own radio show so she kind of is a pro at this i'm i'm the new one here um should i go ahead and introduce myself now? absolutely okay i'm jocelyn um i am a 20 year old college student i i don't want to say i grew up sheltered but i definitely grew up with my mom's very strong protection around me so um as a kid it was always like my mom won't let me go to the park with my friends and like she's so strict and she's such a jerk and all this and that and you know growing up I didn't see the potential dangers around me um you know as a kid you just see like a park swing you don't really see like there are creeps on the at the park there are like this there's that and um a lot of a lot of that was uh I guess I don't even know like the the right term to say like yeah. protected I would say because we lived in um I, I don't want to say in the ghetto because no, we know it no. was not the ghetto but you know it was a, a neighborhood that at the time um you know there were you know gangs and corners yeah. every you know so often and mm-hmm. you know I, I thank god we were always safe thank god um you know we never had any problems but of course at the end of the day um I needed to make sure that she was safe because she was my number one priority and you know, you just hear about a lot of bad shit, you know, like I watch a lot of movies, maybe that's my downfall. And like, (laughs) one of the things that one of the movies that really stood out to me was or not even movie, a real life situation was uh, the Holloway, which was a team that went on um, spring break to I believe the Bahamas with friends and then she never came back. And like, ever since then, I just got really protected and realized that wow, you know, um, you could be doing something totally innocent, like going to the grocery store, and then you never come home. And so for me, if I didn't have to leave her out of my sight or if I didn't have to, um, you know, put her in danger, I wasn't gonna. So, I, I, I mean, it's not like you didn't go places, right? Yeah, it's right. just mm-hmm. there was no sleepovers, you know like cardi b's mom says yeah <laughs> yeah you never know <laughs> so um so yeah i mean but you know it, it, i i feel at least and maybe you can correct me if i'm wrong i feel that as you got older i, I as soon as i felt things were appropriate i would let you do it like as soon yeah. as i felt like okay, you can really go to the movies and like pay for yourself and be okay. I'd let you do right. that. Obviously, I would take you and pick you up. You know, I, w- I wasn't going to let you drive with your friends or, <laughs> you know, their friends' friends, like mm-hmm. the friend of a friend of a friend. Um, but, you know, you still got to 
in my opinion, right, experience cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I was completely missing out. And I mean, my mom knows this and I've made it pretty clear to my friends and my friend group. I'm not like an a crazy partier. I'm not like a drink. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't. I mean, I guess I'm kind of obligated to say that since I'm 20. But, you know, in, in all seriousness, I don't really drink. I don't smoke. So I've never really been into that party scene in the first place. But, you know, I I got to a point where I realized, you know, like, I'm my mom's firstborn. She's going through this for the first time with me. You know, she's she's experiencing my teen years. She's experiencing what it's like to raise a teenager for the first time with me. And, you know, because I am, I don't even want to say I was a kid, but I am a kid on the inside. Like, I'm going through this for the first time. And I'm, I just see like, oh, mom, like, you're so lame. You're so boring. But like, this is my mom's first time raising a teenager a young adult so there there was a point where you know I started my first year of college and I wanted to go to a party and she's like you have to be home by 1 a.m and in my head I'm like that's when the party starts like what what do you mean um and in my head I'm like I know what happens at these parties (laughs) and by 1 a.m either you're completely trashed and you just do stupid shit or you're one of the good people and you're tired. So there's no reason for you to not stay past one o'clock because you better not be on the completely trash part. And I was the one that was completely tired by the time I got home. So, exactly. um, so yeah, I mean, there's moments like that where there's times where I have the opportunity to go out now, like, and I just don't because I don't find that, um, crazy party life attractive um thank I, god <laughs> yeah i definitely turned out different from my Which mom the applaud the, uh, the applaud one yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean i think especially this this year i think we can all agree 2020 has been a huge Rough. just wake-up call for a lot of people and just it's bringing so many things to light like the injustices just per, even in, in like personal lives like I think yeah. everyone's going through I mean thing. like I said I'm a divorce uh divorce I'm a lawyer and I have never signed up so many divorce cases <laughs> in such a short period of time but at the same rate you know at least for us for our family it actually brought us closer together oh yeah for you sure. know so you know it's times like these that I feel as a family it's gonna test you right and mm-hmm. it's either gonna make you or break you and we were fortunate enough to be you know on the make you side right, right. But, um, but yeah, you know, so I, I think this is an, uh, a good, a good, uh, topic. I hope we don't bore you guys and, <laughs> you know, um, we'll get better at it as time goes by. Yeah. But, you know, I want, I thought it'd be really cool to kind of get into Jocelyn's brain on this first one and Uh-oh. kind of, you know, really see if, um, she forgets I'm her mother for a little while and <laughs> really tells me the truth. <laughs> All right. So like one of the first things, uh, Jocelyn is that kind of like, it, something that I think would, was probably really hard, especially for you, because I know how stubborn you can be. Mm-hmm. How did it feel to finally admit that I was right? It was like, honestly, a moment of like feeling defeated. I was like, oh, my God. Now and what is it, it? What is it before you said What is it that triggered you to be like, damn, my mom's right? I got to a point where it's like I as a human, you know, I feel like we all need our moms. 
you know, it's the woman who birthed you. Um, and, you know, one of the main things I told my mom is like, I want this podcast to be for mothers, for daughters, for, you know, people, for people who don't have that kind of a relationship with their mom, for people who do. I want this to be a space where, you know, we can talk about these things. And um, that's honestly one of the main things that like this past these past few months are one of the main things that kind of led me to to want to do this because I got to that moment where I was like oh my god mom you're right like you're right I hate to admit it but you're right and it was that moment of like I need my mom like I need my mom I cannot do this without her you know and my mom you know she as as she said she had me at 19 she struggled when it came to being like a single mom who was also going to school and my mom holds so much wisdom about life in general and she's had her fair share of bad friendships bad relationships and also good ones and I feel like I can really extract the wisdom from those situations and learn from her instead of having to go through my own battles alone I think to battle me on them or to yeah because that's and she's an attorney guys it's really exhausting to fight with her it's (laughs) it's really it's really hard you Um, don't do too bad (laughs) um but yeah I think just reaching that dead end like it's like usually it's like I could get away with some shit you know like I could or at least I thought I, I could you know like obviously we would end up like fighting and it was just like this reoccurring cycle of like things would be great and then it'd be like oh we have to fight about something so it's like reaching that dead end to where I'm like, I don't want to fight anymore. I need help and I need my mom. So getting to that point of like, I don't want to get away with shit, you know, like I want to do things the right way and I want to do it with my mom's blessing, if that makes sense. You know, like I don't want to, I don't want to live life regretting anything and being like, oh, damn, you know what? I wish I wish my mom would have been a part of that or I wish I would have told my mom something like this. So, yeah. No, I can definitely relate, at least, you know, when I was growing up where there were, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I, I'm an immigrant. I came here when I was uh, six years old and uh, obviously my parents uh, were also immigrants and, um, you know, they didn't understand English as I was growing up. So it was really challenging because I'm an only child as well. So I kind of had to figure life out on my own. Um, my parents did it the best that they could, but a lot of things they didn't understand because they're in a different country. They don't even speak the language. And I'm like the only, you know, quote unquote hope here. So I kind of had to figure out a lot of things on my own. And it was rough. It was very rough, you know, and so... I thought to myself, you know, my parents didn't come to this country for me to fuck up. They didn't come to this country for me to, like, be a statistic or, you know, end up, like, being, you know, the teenage pregnant, you know, (laughs) daughter that, you know, ends up marrying somebody and, like, has, like, 50 kids and works at McDonald's. Like, that was not the dream. That was not what my reality was going to be. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Absolutely. It's just not the life you wanted. The the life that I, I just felt like my parents didn't suffer and go through what they went through to come to this country for me to end up that way you know because mm-hmm. that's not you know that that was not what my family wanted what I wanted right so you know I just I just had to kind of like be like you know you know what Gina like you gotta get that you gotta do this you know we're, we're gonna do this like 
And I realized that I was really good at arguing. <laughs> and I was really good at like, yep. I was really good at like getting my point across, like when my mom would make me go interpret for her <laughs> at certain things or whatever. And, you know, then I'd go off script because I'd be like, wait a minute, that's not right. So then I did start arguing with the person and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> and my mom's like, no, no, don't argue because then I'm going to get fired. I'm like, no, 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 hang on. Mom, I got this. And I would start like, you know, and she, she didn't know what I was doing, but she clearly knew it wasn't good because the other person was getting pissed off. And I'm going with my mouth and my mom's like, oh, God, Lord Jesus, please don't let me lose my job. <laughs> And, you know, thank God, like, it always worked out. So that's when I'm like, you know, I think I'm kind of good at this. I'm kind of <laughs> good at seeing, you know, the injustices in the world and seeing at things that, you know, I'm, I believe are not right. So obviously with my children, even more, like if I see, you know, Jocelyn, you know, going in a direction that she shouldn't be going, I can't help but to open my mouth, you know. Yeah. And I got to a point with her where I was just like, man, I don't want to fight with her, but I can't not say something. And here it goes. I know she's going to get pissed off because she was the type of person <laughs> that, like, the minute I said no, oh, it was my over. God, it was, it was over. over. Like, she would, you know, the movie Angry Birds, <laughs> how, like, the bird would just, you know, combust. The angry red the, bird. Yeah, that was her. Like, the minute I said no, I could see that combustion about to happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm ridiculous. I'm overbearing. I'm manipulative. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just don't want her to be happy. I mean, every you name, name in the it, book, every she, name. She found it. And, yeah. you know, you know, let's get serious for a minute. It was hurtful. You know, she, there were times that her words hurt me. But, you know, it would have hurt me more if I wouldn't have said anything and she would have done something stupid. And then I would have hurt me more to stay quiet. So, And you know what I was always amazed at with my mom was that no matter the... Like, I could totally tell that it hurt her um, when it reached that point. And I wish it didn't have to reach that point um, of, like, oh, fuck, like, I, I fucked up. But my mom never closed... Like, she never closed the door on me she never gave up on me she never she wouldn't leave <laughs> <laughs> i just came here and ate guys but no she never took that love away from like guys i don't even when they say unconditional love know that a mother's love is the definition of unconditional love because i honestly i don't know how you did it like with a kid like me like i just don't like honestly no, no, i'm at the end of the day, guys, don't get it twisted. She's amazing. Like, you know, yes, they're, they're, we have our issues, right? Like, I'm sure, you know, me and my mom still have issues every now and then, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I'm very blessed because she's, she's a great daughter. She, you know, um, super smart, more smart than me. A lot more smart than me. <laughs> Smarter. See, I can't even say it correctly. <laughs> she's always correcting my grammar. Um, you know, but, but, you know, we do have those issues where... I think every mother and daughter has issues, right? So I think this is one of the reasons why, you know, this idea was amazing because I feel like, you know, if we can come together as a community and kind of learn from each other and maybe if more people like her age could see that, oh, no, you're not alone, you're not the only one, but listen, I actually did listen and it worked out for me, then, you know, coming from someone that's kind of your own age, it might work better. Or even for moms, you know, for me to be like, you know what? letting them do that is not that terrible. I thought it was, but right. you know, if you do it this way, it might just work, you know? So, um, and I don't want 
you know, people my age who listen to this, I don't want you to think that just because you listen to your mom, it means you're giving up your life because that's what I used to think. I used to think if I listen to my mom, I have no sense of individuality. Like I'm giving up everything. Like this is so not fair. Like she's so controlling. Like I know it feels that way, but giving up one possible mistake of your life is worth like everything. It is. It really is. Like Skipping that party to go play like family game night is not going to kill you. There will be so many parties in your life. There will be so many, I don't know, like drinks to drink in life. Like you can wait until you're 21. You can wait for that party. And, you know, and I don't want to seem now I probably seem like such a lame person for not like doing any of this. But um, I, you know, I thought once upon a time, like if I listened to my mom, that's it. I have no sense of freedom. And that's not at all what it is. It's your time will come. Life is short, but it's not that short to the point where you can't listen to your mom for a couple more years. So you actually, in my opinion, get more freedom because at least with me, I'm the type of mom that like, you know, if you listen and if you, I see that you're, you know, doing something and and like I tell Jocelyn, not for me, like I'm not trying to educate you for me. Because I have a career, I have a job, you know, I want to educate you and I want you to do good for you because, you know, I want you to stop depending on me. Like I want you to make your own money and to like pay your own car insurance and to, you know, of course I'm always going to be here, but I want you to have those things, but everything will come at its time. You know, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, when she was like, you know, 17, 16, when, when she got her first car, you know, or 17, I think it was, um, you know, the condition was, you know, I need you to be an honor roll. Like, you know, and she, <laughs> she said something funny to me. Um, she's like, so when I went, cause I was joking around, I'm like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to get you a car this time. Maybe next time. She's like, oh my God, mom, I did this for you. I got your, I got the stupid good grades you wanted. And I started laughing in my head cause I'm like, you think getting good grades is for me? Like, wait a minute. Who's the one that's going to really benefit from the good grades? Who's the one that got accepted into every school she applied to? Who's the, you know, that wasn't me. That was you, you know, but I just thought it was funny. And then, you know, we surprised her. Well, yeah, we're going to get you a car. And then she felt, I think, a little stupid for overreacting. But, you know, like in those things are like, it's, it's fine. I get it. You know, I've been there, done that. Um, you know, and I don't get bent out of shape about stuff like that because I actually thought it was kind of funny. Mm. Um, but, you know, now we look back at it and she's laughing because she knows, yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but at the time it was like she thought it was like the worst thing in the world and like it was over and I was the worst parent ever. And like I was like, you promised me yeah. now I have this hard work for nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and yeah, yeah. listening yeah. equals, you know, rewards and freedom and you get what you want because as parents, we can feel that you have a good head on your shoulders and that we raised you right and that you are your mother's daughter. You're going to do, you know, what's good. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, and that phrase mother's daughter is so true because, (laughs) you know, like, I know my mom says, like, you're so stubborn, but it's like, where do I get it from? (laughs) Like, I wonder where I get that from. You know, it's like... I'm always it's, right. I'm oh, and that's exactly <laughs> what I say. So um, it's just, you know, I know admitting like, hey, mom. And I wanted to add the sort of because there are times that turn out to be like, yeah. I remember I 
I went out. I, I think it was like the month that I turned 18. I was like, okay, I'm going out real quick. And I, I had posted on my Snapchat. I was like, hey, guys, who wants to come get my nose pierced with me? And my one, my one friend slid up and she's like, okay, I'll go with you. And I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't tell my mom that I was going to go get my nose pierced. And, you know, I had wanted this for such a long time. I was like, I want to get my nose pierced. I want to get my nose pierced. So I go to this tattoo shop, shady ass tattoo shop. It, I think it was called Big Al's. And um, it was just like so, it was, it was just shady to say the least. So I get there and, you know, I'm like all flaunting my ID because they're like, you have to be 18. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I am 18. So they take a copy of my ID. I get my nose pierced, terrified to go home, terrified. I'm like thinking, oh my God, what am I going to pack? Like I have a suitcase in my closet. What am I going to pack? I need to go to my grandparents' house. And I'm like, no, my grandparents are going to be equally pissed too. Cause I don't know. They're like, I don't, how would you describe them? They're not conservative. They're like the traditional They're Mexican just like old school. Yeah. Like traditional old school Mexican. No parents. tattoos, no piercings yeah. other than in your uh, ears. Ears. Yeah. You know, like just you, really traditional Mexican. You, you get married and, you know, you get it, you have kids settle down. and then you settle down. Like, yeah. So I was like, you know, I can't even go to their house. They're going to be so mad. And so I'm parked outside in the driveway of, of our house. And I text my mom and I'm like, hey, I got it. I got it. I got my nose pierced. And I, I remember you were like, okay. Pack your stuff. <laughs> I think she was like, she was joking with me, but I was like crying. I was calling my friends. I'm like, can I stay at your place? So I come upstairs. I run upstairs because she's in the, in the living room and she sees me. So I run upstairs and I go to my room and I literally, I'm not even joking. I take out my suitcase and I start putting my favorite pair of shoes in there. Everything, like my homework in there. Because at that time I was already like, you know, trained to get good grades. So it was like, <laughs> um, so, and I had this little stud in my nose and my mom comes in and I'm like terrified. I'm like sweating, like a sweat drops just down my forehead. She comes in and she's like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> and I was like, like, you know, that feeling after you're like constipated and you take oh your first poop. <laughs> <laughs> Why are and you it's like, oh, talking about this? <laughs> um, I talk about <laughs> You just wanted to push the button. I huh? did. Okay. <laughs> um, I make a lot of poop jokes, so um, expect that. But <laughs> um, but it just—I don't even know where I was going with that story. Honestly, what were we saying before about like it's not as bad as you think? Oh it's yeah, bad. it's not like your mom is is always right. There are moments where she slips up, so I wanted to add the sorta in there because. But I was right, like. I said no, but then you didn't, and I was like, eh. Yeah, so you were, yeah, you I were thought so you were going to get, like, that ugly one that they put in between their nostril, and that looks oh, like a Oh, the bowl. septum. The oh, septum. that looks so disgusting. Yeah. I'm like, no, you cannot do that, because you'll look literally like a bull, and I'm going to, like, have to. It was the same thing with, with uh, you were like, you were like, if it gets infected, don't even, don't, like, what was the Spanish expression? Like. I don't remember. Um. If it gets infected, pero hay, hay ando, like, no estés con que más, tan que yeah. or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Don't mom me. Yeah, don't mom me. Um, so it was like, you know, like, I still have my nose pierced, didn't get infected. I wasn't like, well, it did at one point, didn't it? Like, very mild. Call me. Oh, it did. Ah. <laughs> it did, but it was mom like, is always no. I mean, 
And then, you know, the same thing went with my tattoo. It was like, you know, and you know, that one I was upset about and I still am sort of. Yeah. Sort of, sort of. There you go. (laughs) Sort of. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah. And I mean, like things like that, I feel like sometimes us as parents, we may overreact because I know if during my time, if I would have done that, my mom would have literally given me a beating, (laughs) you know? And, um, so like that you have that, you know, that side of the spectrum where it's like, whoa, it's not that serious, you know, like I'd rather have her get a stupid piercing than like, you know, get into (laughs) drugs, you know? So it's like. Sometimes as parents, we kind of have to choose our, our our evils, right? I guess our battles, sort of. It's like what I tell staff and everyone in my office: like, pick your battles. You know, not everything needs to be a complaint. Not everything needs to be a problem because there's problems in life, no matter what. There's always going to be issues. There's always going to be problems. But you have to pick your battles because if you're always complaining, always nagging, you're pushing people further away. You're pushing your kids further away. Right. So you kind of have to like pick your battles and let them feel like they won a few. Like, okay, she won the the piercing, she won the tattoo. Okay, like, that's really not going to kill me. Now, if she would have gotten a big-ass tattoo, like, across her, like, face or something, (laughs) that would have been different. But, like, the little one that she has, it's not going to, like, she can cover it up. It's, you know, and 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 my thing is more like when you're a professional, when you, you know, when you actually grow up and have to go into the real world, you know, unfortunately, people with tattoos are not as hireable as people without, you know, because people get judged based on that. I'm not saying that they're right. I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying that's the reality of life. You know, it's kind of like that saying, you know, better looking people get better jobs. And it's unfortunately, it's it's true, you know, because we are human and we go based off of, you know, visual is the first thing you see, you know, like your husband or your boyfriend didn't pick you because he thought, oh, that person's really smart. You know, it's based off of appearance, right? And whoever says that it's not, it's, it's like... They're, you're lying. You know you're fooling yourself. Now, there are situations where you think someone's, like, really good-looking, really hot, and then they turn out to be, like, total assholes. And you're and just then unattracted you're like, to them. And yeah. all of a sudden, they look ugly. Right. Or vice versa, you know, where you're not really feeling the person, but then you get to talk to him or her, and you're like, oh, my God, this person's really cool, and all of a sudden, they look really attractive, Right. But my point is that at first look, that's what people judge. And that's that was my reasoning for the tattoo. Like, don't get something stupid because, you know, you it, you can't get rid of them. Or I guess now you can, but it's really painful. And, like, you know, I don't want you coming to me when you're 25 talking about, Mom, I didn't get that job because I got a big stupid tattoo across my forehead. You know, like, thing, I, I, don't, I, I'm tr- I try to, pre- and, and I've told her this, I want to protect you from things that I cannot fix. Because I don't care if you fall and you get right back up because it's just going to be like a little, you know, little scrape, little scrape. I'm worried about the things where you fall and you cut yourself and we cannot fix it because there's a cut there forever and there's no way to take that cut back. Those are the major in my, at least me as a mom, my perspective that I try to, you know, uh, prevent her because there's other people that are like, oh my God, you're so lenient with her. You're so you know, you, you let her talk to you that way, or, you know, I'm very sarcastic. I have a very sarca- <laughs> sarcastic way of talking. So like me and her talk to each other, we'll be like, bro. And she'll be like, bro. We'll be like, dude. Yeah. And they'll be like, you let her talk to you like that. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if maybe some of you may be too young. If you remember this show called Roseanne with Roseanne Barr, I, I consider myself the Roseanne because I, 
literally talk to my kids that way and I'm just very like sarcastic you know and (laughs) 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 yeah uh, and and I you know just have a I have this perspective of like you know you, you can't take life too serious right you can't always be so serious about things and but at the same rate you also can't be lenient and you can't act like it doesn't matter because it matters you know so um yeah so I mean I I hope that you guys enjoy you know listening to us blab about our stories and Mm -hmm. you know somewhat advice I know that in the near future we're gonna Facebook live this yeah so that you guys can watch it on Facebook and then get to ask questions and you know or advice or you know if you guys have comments about things that we talk about um you know we just we didn't want to script it Right. We wanted to be raw. At real. least for the first one, we wanted it to yeah. be get a sense of who we are. So you can, you know, understand who we are, where we're coming from, and you know, just share with you some of our experiences and hoping that if any of you are going through something similar, it helps. Whether you're a mom or a daughter, you know, um, or even a son and a father, you know, because right. it kind of you know can work both ways. You know, obviously men have different issues sometimes than women like men don't get their period so they don't have to have that awkward period talk you know but you know there's other things that you know they may have to go through that we don't go through so um you know if you're a mother if you're a daughter if you're a father if you're a son you're a person (laughs) yeah this is uh this is for you yeah so um i think that uh we should end it here so we're not like ranting and ranting yes and uh so Um, but i want to say oh i want to say um in closing just thank you for listening i hope that you guys enjoy it um and really soon we're gonna facebook live it so that we can interact with you a little bit um thank you jocelyn for thinking of this and and for inviting me to be a part of it i'm really excited yeah and i'm really excited to do more so um we'll have a topic a specific topic we'll talk about next time and then we'll kind of gear it that way where every every time we do one, it'll be on a specific topic. So we're not just kind of jumping up and down. And I have some very interesting stories about Jocelyn. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> um, yeah, as my mom said, we will be Facebook living this and, you know, hopefully answering questions as we go on throughout the show. Um, you can catch that um, at You Were Right Mom, sorta, on Facebook. Or you can follow us on Instagram at you were right mom sorta to just see our life in pictures i guess um and do you want to add your instagram handle and have people follow you at <laughs> at abogada gina diaz <laughs> on instagram very fancy she posts a lot of pictures of our dogs on there so yes we love our dogs <laughs> and then you oh, can follow me oh. wait till you hear the story of how we got that oh man <laughs> that's another teaching moment um and you can follow me at jocelyn alexis diaz on instagram and without um saying more i guess we'll end it here and we will see you guys next time for sure all right bye bye <laughs>